This is Sports Fest, brought to you fake live and direct on the reposted podcast network. He is Andrew Osaka Keller. I'm Larry Boom Boom Olson. You know, I was on Reddit just the other day, and the buzz on the Wall Street chats is that everyone right now is shorting Sports Best. What is up with that? Well, you got to go for the big short and short Sports Best so you can be able to get it. Uh, Osaka, I think, is a city in Japan that my sister in loved, and my brother was my brother was in Sasebo, Japan, serving this country in the military, the Navy, and the Air Force. How many years were you in the military, Larry? Uh, I was never in the military. I do not want to, uh, you know, occasionally I wear my purple heart and then get the crap beat out of me. So I'm not going to pretend to to do that. Osaka, by the way, and I feel like we're starting for the first time ever on Sports Best with the tennis story. Osaka is also an outstanding tennis player. I actually don't know whether to be sad or happy. The family gathered around the TV on Wednesday night to watch Serena Williams lose in the semifinals of the Australian Open to Naomi Osaka. My kids, for some reason, I don't know how they, they don't even know Serena. They just were so rooting for her to win last night. And in heartbreaking fashion, Serena Williams loses in, in the semifinals. I think we can look to Disney on this story, and it's the great <laughs> circle of life. Osaka's 23, Williams is 39. And Osaka in the post-game interview is talking about how um, when she was a little kid, she remembers watching Serena. And so it was like a exciting thing for her to be able to, she said, just being on the court playing against her for me is a dream. You know, there was, she had, um, I, I don't want to get super technical about this tennis wise, but she had 24 unforced errors, which means Serena did not play that well. So it's a little bit bummer that she did not bring her a game. Uh, right. Although just in the reflex of that, Osaka is like legit. I mean, she served and brought the thunder down when she needed to. So uh, once again, Serena did have her best game. Osama, uh, Osaka did. Well, and as we're recording this, it just happened that Novak Djokovic beat our boy Aslan Karatasev. Oh, no. Karatai, Karatai. Um, so the Joker is going to get into the finals. His uh, 114th ranked player run is going to come to an end. And that's a sad thing. I really appreciate you, Trey, making this an equal opportunity. Um, you know, we talk about the women. We no, also got to talk about the men. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Had nothing to do with that. No, but I, my question to you before we leave Serena is, you know, she's 39 years old. She has 23 Grand Slam titles. The most is 24 by some gal I've never heard of. I thought Serena had the most. Do you think she will ever win a major ter tennis tournament again? Um, I think she will. I think she has a better chance of doing it than Tiger Woods does. I mean, what do you think? Oh, yeah. I think she wins before um, Tiger does. Although Tiger... Seems to do really well at Augusta, so maybe he relives that magic at one particular point and maybe wins again at Augusta. But Serena, so I just need to say this as well. I need to take back an, a statement that I made this week. Uh, I made a very glaring statement that Serena Williams' husband, the former owner of Reddit, was a fatty. I took a little heat on the internet for that one, Andrew. Uh, it turns out I feel like the camera might have been in a bad angle on him. I think he's more big-boned than an actual fatty. <laughs> There's nothing I hate more than a hateful statement. It's uh, backing out of a hateful statement that you made. You got to double down on that. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't know him. If I would see him, I could make a clear call because I know 
I don't personally let people take pictures of me because whatever the angle is, I feel like I'm way thinner than the actual angle that the camera makes me look. It's adding like 15 pounds. I know you're saying, well, maybe you're just fat, Larry. No, it's that I my wear puffy shirts and it makes me look bigger. So the the the, the jury's out on whether Alex or Redivian or whatever his name is, is a true fatty. I think what I always say is chin down, camera down, and that gives yes. you the best angle. Well, moving on to our favorite topic as of uh, <laughs> February, the NBA. <laughs> as we we're talking about how they're going to have the All-Star game, the mayor of Atlanta comes out, Keisha Lance Bottoms, and she says, under normal circumstances, we would be grateful for the opportunity to host the NBA All-Star game, but this is not a typical year. I've shared my concerns related to public health and safety with the NBA and Atlanta Hawks, and we are in agreement that this is not this is a made-for-TV event only, and people should not travel to Atlanta to party. So what I hear is that the players don't want to play the NBA All-Star game. The mayor now doesn't necessarily want to play the NBA All-Star game. Who wants to play the NBA All-Star game? I mean, the NBA All-Star game, as I said, is just a reason to party. So if she's <laughs> saying no partying... That's a problem. We did go, I did, um, we called James Harden and we got an official <laughs> statement from James Harden. You gotta fight for your right to party. That's right. The honey bun himself wants to party, but uh, they are not going to allow it. I mean, it's such a, to me, this is just a CYA move by the, <laughs> by the government. It's like, what, what are you saying? That, like, I don't think this is even really saying anything. It's like, if you get sick or something bad happens, Keisha Lance Bottoms can say, I told you so. That's what that feels like to me. They, they mail in the All-Star game to begin with. Like, this is double mailed in. This thing is going to be. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, cancel it if, if you can't do anything. Like, they also said that no NBA-sanctioned events open to the public and the city strongly encourages local businesses to not host events. So it's like not only they're just saying we don't want you here or the mayor is saying that. I feel like this is the stay at home version of the all star game. Just watch it on TV. We're going to get a couple of people here. There's going to be no interaction. <laughs> I mean, I already suggested this. Have them play Madden 21. There. Instead of the All Star Game, it worked for the NFL. So I think they... I feel I feel like maybe you're getting a little. What you meant to say is NBA 2K. No, <laughs> Madden 21. <laughs> I just I take that back. I take that back. All right, burritos on Fernando Tatis Jr., the stud shortstop of your San Diego Padres, signing a 14-year, 340 million dollar contract. I'm getting burrito, and guess what? Because he's got so much money, he could put guac on that. Wow, the dude's 22 and going to make 340 million bucks over the next 14 years. Yeah, what would you do? What would your first purchase be? Would it be a fully loaded burrito if you signed a contract? Where would you go with that money? Damn, I mean, honestly, I mean, I've said this forever. If I won the lottery or whatever it is, I would gather up everybody and say, like, the plane is leaving from the Hayward Airport at 5 o'clock. If you're on it, we're going somewhere, and I'm paying for everything. Here's exactly what I could do, I would do, and this is probably not going to be well-received. I would, I would <laughs> charter a jet. I'd go around, pick up my friends all over the country. We'd go to Atlanta, and we would party. <laughs> That's right what now. we would do. We would party. We'd have guacamole flowing. <laughs> it would be great. Is there a chance, and I'm just asking for someone 
who cares? Would there be any honey buns, perhaps, for anybody involved in that? I mean, there might be, or might, we might just <laughs> dance on the plane. She's sweeter than a honey bun. I'm a caller. Jr., third largest contract in MLB history in terms of total value. Mike Trout, of course, has the biggest contract. Mookie Betts after that. And then this one for the 22-year-old Tetis. By the way, for the record, he's really good. He's really good. I want to go back to Mike Trout for a second because yes. does you anyone look like argue like Mike Mike Trout plays for the Angels? They generally don't make much of a, a <laughs> splash. But every time I hear anything on ESPN or any sports talk, it's Mike Trout, best player in baseball. Like, does anyone even argue that Mike Trout's the best player in baseball? But, but like, is is it like having the best? Is it like having Dan Marino and never doing anything with it? Is that what Mike Trout is? You know, I think it's like um, salted butter. It's just the best type of butter. Mike Trout is just the best. Well, salted butter is the best butter to cook with, but it's not the best butter to bake with because you don't want oh, the, the, the baking is a little bit tricky. So salted butter is what I always buy. But if I'm going to be baking, I use unsalted butter, Larry. That's uh, cooking nuances with Mr. Keller. Well, baking is a little bit more nuanced as as we like to say on the Sports Best Show. So moving, staying with the baseball theme, the Blue Jays, who last year had to find a place to play their home games. I think they were in Buffalo because of the COVID restrictions and Canada saying, no, thank you. They're going to be playing in Dunedin, 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 Florida. You're racist. For their um, home <laughs> games this season because they can't be dealing with going in and out of Canada, I say, lighten up, Canada. I really, it's staggering that we're a year into this and Canada's really going this hardcore saying, like, we are not going to allow baseball teams into the country. Right. And actually, a statement came from um, the Blue Jays' front office. <laughs> I'm not sure that it's actually partying to be able to play, but it's like – the same amount of danger of having your international airports open and I don't know, flying, flying across the United States is the same as going in and out of Canada. Maybe it's a CYA move. I don't know what Canada is doing with this. I think it's great. The blue Jays have figured out a way to continue to play. Um, but for blue Jays fans, I don't think it's going to help with, uh, loyalty in the future kind of like when i gave up on the nhl when they went on strike again and moved to the versus network it's the exact same situation you're a loyal guy now i could be wrong on this but you did say the blue jays did not play home games last season the blue jays are playing home games this season it'll be like three years before toronto will have had a baseball game i know what is drake gonna do with all his free time <laughs> they won't be called the toronto drakes i'll tell you that much hold on a second which just brings a great point. Are the Toronto Raptors not playing basketball games in Canada? I don't know if they've decided that yet because last season they were in the bubble and everyone was in Florida. They got to so, be playing. We would know on Sports Best if the Toronto Raptors were not playing home games. Well, we can check with our interns. I'll, I'll check it back with you by the end of the episode. Wait, on what's happening I feel, with like, the I feel like this is a sportist comment here because if the Raptors are playing home games and the Toronto Blue Jays aren't, we got a sportist thing going on here. As a mediocre sports fan, you should know the answer. <laughs> Larry. We have another baseball story for you, and I love this. Buster Lamar Posey, as you know, the big-time catcher for the San Francisco Giants, did not play 
in the uh, pandemic shortened baseball season because I think it was a, the the wife had a little um, problems conceiving kids. They eventually had twins. There was some stuff, special circumstances around the young. Yes, they adopted twins. Oh, they adopted twins. But I think there's some special circumstances. They weren't like the most healthiest of twins. Something was going on. Yeah. So he, he decided he made an informed decision for the health of his family, and I. Th- I think everyone stood behind that. Listen, nothing wrong with that. He'd rather be home with the twins, take care of them. He's going to be with them for life. Baseball isn't forever. He sat out the shortened season. So basically Buster hasn't played in almost two years. So like how's Buster going to do? Spring training has started. Pitchers and catchers are in Arizona and Florida. So Buster was asked, how did you stay in shape? And this is what he said. He said he stayed in shape with his arm by throwing dirty diapers. That's right. His son is nine years old. He would wad up the diaper and his son would start running out of the room and he would throw the dirty diaper at his son. This is a true story. I didn't make it up. It's a true story, but I want to say he was being interviewed by Janie McCauley. She's a San Francisco based or Bay Area based reporter. And he was clearly saying this with some tongue in cheek. And and I think Janie McCauley might be a front runner to replace Larry King because with no irony, she's like, is diaper firing different arm movement than throwing the baseball? Like, so like it felt very Larry King to me quote, like ask dumb questions. And uh, it, it felt very innocent and stupid. And she, it went over her head in my opinion of that interview. Listen, I called Serena Williams, husband, a fatty. You are now (laughs) blasting a San Francisco reporter (laughs) for asking a stupid question. I'm not saying she is stupid. I'm saying her, response to his joke was a little bit it was missed on her so this is sports best and maybe i get a little bit worse every once in a while but that's (laughs) that'll happen i agree but there was some lost in translation because he starts really kind of riffing on this and he's like you know they were like well is the ball the same size as the dirty diaper and he's like well it depends on what the kids ate last night as to whether how heavy it was yeah if he's eating baby food or whatever it's gonna be so over the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of people making the definitive statement that Tom Brady is the greatest football player of all time what? because he has won seven Super Bowls. That's more than any franchise. But people are saying maybe, maybe that's not the case. What makes is is the fact that he won seven Super Bowls? Is that what it is? Because Bill Belichick has eight Super Bowls. He has six with the Pats, two with the Giants. Neil. Dolan has five, he has seven Super Bowls, five with the 49ers and two with the Broncos. So by that metric, maybe, maybe it's not the case. Anyway, the story goes on to talk about how there's a Hall of Fame monitor. Basically, in 2019, it was designed to estimate players' chances of being inducted in the Hall of Fame. They take Pro Bowls, All Pros, champions, and they create a statistical matrix. And based on this matrix, Peyton Manning has accumulated 250 points. So by this metric of the Hall of Fame, Peyton Manning is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Do you agree with that? You know what? I always go with the metrics, Andrew. So I'm a metric guy. So I got a numbers guy. You're uh, a straight numbers guy. Analytics. You're a Billy Bean kind of a guy. (laughs) I mean, what Tom Brady, we're we're like splitting hairs because it's (laughs) five or Tom Brady. Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and Johnny Unitas. So, like, I'd be happy to have any one of those, but you have to have the talent and also be in the be in the right system at the right time. Like, you football, you can't win by yourself. You need to have talent around you. So, 
Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. I think I'd rather have Peyton Manning on my team if I'm an owner, but we'll leave that to the people to decide. How dare you? Tom Brady has great hair. He's 55 years old, just won his seventh Super Bowl, was the MVP of the freaking Super Bowl. His wife is hot. You take Tom Brady any day of the week over Peyton Manning. As a mediocre sports fan, I want you to elaborate more on your statistics guy. Tom Brady is 55. Is he? He's got to be in his 40s, right? He's 43. Okay. 43-year-old. Johnny Unitas might be 55. Johnny 55. U. I like, the, you know what? I like that Johnny U is getting some love on the show. You know what? Johnny U is the greatest football player of all time. There, Baltimore I said Colts. it. Colts. There, I said Baltimore. it. Yeah. Andrew Keller, I do not know what you're going to be doing this weekend. Normally, we have some small talk after before the show. I haven't asked you yet. Let me just tell you what I'm going to be doing this weekend. I'm going to gather the kids. I'm going to put a little fire in the fireplace. We're going to put our footies on, get snuggled up in our best pajamas, sit on the couch, and we are going to watch some National Hockey League from Lake Tahoe. Yes, that's right. Two hockey games this weekend from the shores of lovely Lake Tahoe, the highest Alpine Lake in the continental United States. Colorado Avalanche are going to play the Vegas Golden Knights on Saturday. Boston Bruins versus the Philadelphia Flyers the next day. They're going to be playing on the 18th green of the Edgewood Golf Course on South Lake Tahoe. It is going to be a sight to behold. It's funny you mentioned that because probably 10 minutes before we jumped on air, we found out that we were invited to go to Lake Tahoe this weekend, and we declined. Uh, just cause you can't go or like, Oh, it's going to be a zoo up there because of the we, big hockey games. We're doing, we're doing construction on the oh. house. So oh. We had talked a couple weeks when they announced the scam was going to happen and different places that it could be. And now that it's been in Lake Tahoe, they constructed a, a, a rink. They can do it anywhere. I was thinking maybe central park would be a good location. That'd maybe a floating barge under the golden gate bridge, maybe Stonehenge. <laughs> I think you all know, these things are exciting places that it could be. Their first choice? What do you think their first choice to hold this outdoor game was? <sighs> I read this, and I don't remember the answer. It was uh, – I don't remember. Lake Louise. I don't even know where that is. Lake Louise? You go to – that was your first choice? Come on. Yeah. I think outside of California, Tahoe is not as famous as you think it is. I didn't – it is a pretty big deal now that I live in California, but before that – I can do whatever. It's I fine. believe you're right. I was thinking this whole time. I'm like a California West Coast snob that everybody should know about Lake Tahoe. Yeah. As you know, we got some snow over the week, and it was like very um, highly packed snow, so it was very picturesque. Mm -hmm. But that snow is all melted, mm -hmm. although Friday night they're expecting some light snow showers. So there might be some snow on the ground for the big hockey games this weekend. I don't want to be a one-upper, but I think it's called a flurry when oh, you talk about snow. But <laughs> Once again – my West Coast bias is showing. I did not yes. grow up around the snow. I grew up in a desert on the ocean surfing. So, yes, I believe flurry would be the correct. You grew up in a desert on the ocean. <laughs> yes. Well, if we have time, Tim Tebow's wiki Wikipedia page lists him as an American professional baseball player. <laughs> I think if you did a man on the street interview, People would not associate Tim Tebow with baseball. I mean, I kind of knew he was like, I'm going to I'm gonna make the move. In 2016, he's like, I'm going to play baseball full-time. Uh, he obviously won the Heisman in 2007. It was a huge flop in the NFL. And it turns out after five years in the minor leagues, he was another. I say good riddance, Tim Tebow. Take your 
If you don't accept Jesus in your heart, you're going to burn in hell forever message somewhere else. Okay. Oh my goodness. Wow. I think what they could, what they, what he could do now is he could move to California and make a remake of angels in the outfield with Tim Tebow. I think I'd watch, I would watch that movie. I would watch that movie. Adios Tim Tebow. He is Andrew Keller. He does not like San Francisco journalists. I'm Larry Olson. I do not think Serena Williams' husband's a daddy. He's just big bone. This has been Sportsman's Thanks for listening. Just to know good. Just to know.